Well, hello, and welcome to Watch What Crappens, a podcast for all that crap we just love to talk about on Ye Old Profs. Okay. I'm Ronnie. Guess who I'm with? He's young. He's handsome. About to be older. You're older. Okay. Get a little spanking. His name is Ben. Hi, Ben. How are you, hun? Hey, Ronnie. What's up? How was the last year of being only 40? Oh, gosh. I, you know, I wouldn't know because I'm really only 35. So <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine what 40 must feel like, right? God, to be a millennial. God, how lucky am I? Uh, yeah. Everybody, welcome to the show. Today, we're very excited because it's a Crappens on Demand Day. And it's also the return of Real Housewives of Orange County with Fancy Pants, Heather Dubrow. Oh, claw hands. Oh, claw, claw hands herself. Talks claw with hands. claw hands. Uh, so that's back. Uh, and it was actually pretty good, I thought. Oh, my God. It was real. Honestly, no, it wasn't just pretty good. I thought it was actually a really good spell. It was A-R-E-A-L-L-Y. A really. A really. It was pretty shockingly good. Um, so we're going to get to that. In the meantime, like I said, Crappens on Demand. If you want them, go join up. We're also starting... Uh, premium bonus episodes of Selling Sunset this week, season four of Netflix's gorgeous show. So that'll be coming. Um, go get on Patreon for that. Okay. If you want the link to Patreon, go to watchwhatcrappens.com. That's where you'll find links for our live tickets for our live show. Well, not live tickets, but tickets for our live show. <laughs> Our tickets that, come alive. <laughs> our Hunky Dory tour starts on January 26th-ish in New York City. We're very excited. Mm-hmm. We're going to 21 places. We're also going to be in Boston that week. We're going to be in New Jersey. We're going all over. So just come yeah. get your damn tickets, okay? The more you buy, the less we beg. See how that works? <laughs> we also like have some that? pretty cool guests that are, hope, you know, fingers crossed. We can yes. have some cool guests and, um, and for- not just at the crappies. For those of you who, um, sorry, I started looking at Ben in my camera. I was like, look at Ben. He looks handsome today. I forgot what I was going to talk about. I've got that fresh Orange County glow about me today. That's all. Uh, We're going to talk about crap is on demand. Second chin that everybody's getting sucked out. I already talked about all that. Okay, everybody. Who cares? Just welcome to the show. Oh, yeah. For those of you who only listen to Orange County and nothing else, first of all, shame on you. Second of all, (laughs) um, we do a show on Monday nights now on the Green Room app. Um, which is by Spotify, but it's an app called Green Room, and it's a live audio show. We get on there, and we just talk crap. It's not a recap show. We talk crap with you guys, and you guys talk crap with yeah. each other, and it's a really fun time. It's a party every Monday night, 7 p.m. Pacific, Great. 10 p.m. Eastern. Just get the Green Room app and follow at Ben Mandelker and at Ronnie Karam, or sometimes I show up as at Take a Seat, wherever you can find us, and join just us for us. that. Super fun, yeah. and thanks to everybody who's been coming, because... I didn't know that it was going to be that fun. I thought it would be like, it's a riot. Eh, whatever, you know, but we're really having a great time. I look forward to that. So crack open a can of wine and join it's us, a, won't you? It's a very fun way to start the week. And well, I have a strong feeling we will probably talk about this Orange County premiere um, on Monday. Uh, we did definitely talk this week about like what people were thinking about, were people excited? We, you know, we've talked about the trailer. So um, for sure, like obviously we're going to talk about a lot of things on this episode, but whatever we don't cover or things you want to chime in on, you know, that's what's so great about Green Room is that we can sort of cover all that stuff there. So that being said, I have to say that the return of Heather Debro was much more enjoyable to me than I ever thought it would be. That was me doing my Heather Debro claw hands because, well, we have a lot of like we have a lot of old references to, to Heather Debro that have been sitting on the shelf that we get to dust off. And one of them is that when Heather talks, when she gets angry, 
she takes out her little hands and she makes two little claws and she talks alternating with them with every syllable. That's how she gets angry. And I'm really excited for a season of Claw Hands and Heather DeBro getting angry with them. Yeah, she like does a Mr. Miyagi trying to catch flies with her finger thing yes. when she talks. <laughs> That's what it uh, was. Uh, <sighs> she built her mall house finally. That's like her big story, you know, because she wanted a house. I mean, apparently that just looks like a giant mall because that's pretty much what she built. It's like kind of a high-end mall in Vegas. Um, yes. So she got that. And we start off kind of old school, really, just with a really long scene of the wives, you know, each in their home each in their homes, and uh, we hear a slow horror music version of Real Housewives. It's like, <laughs> and it's Heather click clacking down with. She's got a gold gold shoes and a gold purse and gold gold gold. gold. I'm so rich. I'm so fucking rich. Heather is the biggest braggart out of any i think out of any housewife ever including erica jane i include erica jane in yeah. that she's always she made me biggest. just fucking crazy and here she is with her gold shoes and her gold purse walking down a huge hallway thinking she looks really like you know amazing and rich which she does look really rich but all i hear is well it's it's funny because we've seen the trailer now um, a few times, and the trailer shows the scene of her walking through her house, and it plays the creepy ass Orange County music with those like those bells, do 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 do, and she's walking through, and in the trailer they play her like taglines of the past, and then it goes into the trailer, but here we hear the the bells, and then they just sort of like fade away, and then it's just the the ambient sound of that giant empty house, and her clump. Clomp, clomp, clomp. Yes. And your Clomping your comparison mall. to a Las Vegas mall is so on point because this is not just a mall house. This is a Vegas mall house because when you go to Vegas malls, they're like large and airy and no one's really there because everyone's doing something more fun, right? And so like everyone's at a casino and that's what it felt like. It felt like just walking through and there was like maybe three people there and lots of people standing in stores waiting for customers to come in. Yes, like you can just smell the Cinnabon that no one's going to eat. So she's got her dogs, Roxy and George, and Nick is her hot chef, who doesn't really get to talk much, but I kind of like that. I like that she's like, Nick, you need to be there for the show. Do not say a fucking thing. You're out. Do you understand me? Okay, you did not earn a line on Reba, Nick. Okay, (laughs) And when you earn it, I will be the first to let you know. Okay. Were you in hot in Cleveland? I do not think so. Um, maybe Nick. Imagine if this is the same Nick that was once Camille Grammer's tennis pro. Like he just has finally found a new gig on The Housewives. A useful version of Nick. Go figure. Go. go <laughs> that's a really deep thought, man. So <laughs> yeah. Then is she Nick goes. The you Alfredo? know, we see her family live. She's like, "Kids, dinner's ready." When I love when you're still screaming for your kids. Make Nick scream for the kids. He cooked the damn dinner. You don't get to like act like this is yours. Okay. Say Nick, scream for dinner. That's his. That's his pride. That's his yeah. pride bell to ring, ma'am. So then she kisses Terry, who really just Mama Elsa'd himself into a different, <laughs> into just a different stratosphere. I mean, this guy. Yes. Wow. Do not do your own surgery, everybody. Don't no. do it. Okay. You know, it's like you know. Here's the thing. Okay. During the pandemic, I started cutting my own hair because pandemic. And um, and I continue to do it out of convenience, but I'm fully aware that like my fade is not the freshest fade in the world. Like the blending is not on point because I'm doing it myself. Okay, it's like 
don't this is what happens when you do things yourself. When you look closely, there's strange blending and strange lines and patches. But this that is are, your face. This is, this is your, your face. face. Okay. He's starting to get Adrian Maloof, where like Adrian Maloof talks about how rich she is, and I guess she is, like she hasn't gone broke yet. But why are you filling your face with like bathroom caulk? You know what I mean? And that's how I feel Terry looks like. He just is just overfilling. He's just overextended. Terry, stop it, okay? He's starting, we love your he's starting to look like a, Yeah, he's starting to look like a scrub daddy, you know? So um, so then Heather's like, oh my gosh, what has been going on for the past five years? Well, we finished this dream house. It's 22,000 square feet. And I have no idea how many rooms are in the house. Like, hmm, 13... Uh, let's see. Uh, like, let's see. Do you count like uh, hers is two? I mean, listen, it's not an exorbitant amount of rooms. Okay, it's the normal amount, but they're just bigger rooms. Well, except for the movie theater, and like that's not a normal room that you have. Yeah, and- you know, like I mean, there's nine, ten. I, you know what? I just should I even go past ten because all the poor people watching are really slow. That's why they're poor. So six. Let's just stop at eight. Okay, if I go past 10, I'm going to need them to follow. Let's just pretend it's eight. Let's this is modeled after a mall, the nicest mall in anyone's town. Um, (laughs) You know, I don't even know how many Heather, you know, how many fucking rooms there are. You had a YouTube show exhaustively going over every fucking room in your house. Let's not pretend that you're not obsessed with yourself and your fucking house and don't have little brochures to pass out to everyone every time they come to your damn house talking about how many rooms you have and everything else. Heather. Yeah, you were an architectural digest. You you had craftspeople make entirely new cabinets because they didn't bevel. They did a bump. Okay, so you know exactly how many rooms. And as she's doing this, they're like, oh, I, it's hard for me to even remember. Which, by the way, as an actress, you should always remember your lines. But like, as she's doing this whole thing, they show on screen, they show like every single room. And it basically turns into an episode of 24. But there are like literally... 24 little panels on the room and she's like it's not an exorbitant amount of rooms it's pretty normal that the rooms just happen to be larger I'm like heather yeah heather. we don't we don't count the movie theater i mean it is the only place large enough for terry to store his shelves of rubber faces like the house of black and white and game of thrones so oh, you know what actually he just added vicky gumbleson so i'll show you later i'll show you later okay. a girl has no room a room has no name okay so then, yeah. um. <laughs> so then she starts talking to her kids at dinner, and this is just so Heather because the trendy place for rich people to go right now is Idaho. Like rich people are descending upon Idaho. I don't know why, but they love their Idaho, and it's pissing people in Idaho off, right? Because all these rich people are coming and building all these mansions. Typical. It's like typical. It happens all the time to some new place. Well, Idaho is the place right now. So of course Heather has to say Idaho thirty times. She's like, "Oh my God, kids! I have so many bug bites from Idaho." Don't you? Did you get a bug bite in Idaho, Terry? Kids, did your dad get a bug bite in Idaho? Did he, kids? And he's like, I literally didn't get bit. She's like, well, kids, what do you think of Idaho? What do you think of it? <laughs> Terry, you didn't get bit because your face is full of cement right now. <laughs> the mosquitoes need blood. So, they tried uh, <laughs> to bite you, but they broke their fucking biters every time they came close to you. There's like mosquitoes all over Idaho with like little biters and little stingers that are like bent. There are mosquitoes in Idaho that are just like frozen because they like sucked up Restylane by accident. (laughs) Justice for the mosquitoes. They're just like, oh, (laughs) like Taylor Armstrong mosquitoes. So uh, little mosquitoes hiding in suitcases like "Mm." Um, 
<laughs> so she's like, Dad and I were saying Enough. that, you know what, we're going to get a house, we're going to build it, and we're going to look around and build in Idaho. That's what I'm talking about. Idaho kids. Well, they're, and, yeah, they're, okay. well, she's clearly taking like a straw poll of like, we're, we're going to build a summer house somewhere, but we want to like test out different locations. So she's like, do you, do you like it? Did you like summering in Idaho? Because like Dad and I were saying, if you'd like it, we'll, we'll just build there. We'll build there. We'll do a whole thing. We'll just build. We'll build like an entire community, but it'll just be for us. We'll do it. Whatever you want. And one of the kids is like, um, you know what this reminds me of? She's oh my God, the conversation we had about the house. Yes. <laughs> like you're just doing, it's like, that's what you do. You come on TV and you just sit, sit there and like count your money in front of everybody. Every single fucking time. You know what? I'm already too mad at Heather. So I need to calm down. I feel it. Everybody. No, don't, don't. And I know no, I'm no. too, Embrace. I know that I'm already Embrace too it. angry because everybody's online like, icon. Oh my God. Heather DePresent icon. And I'm already like, my blood is boiling. And this happens to me sometimes on these shows. And I need to give it some time because it's only episode one and she like hasn't done anything, but it's like no time has passed. Like she came right back on. And I was like, shut up with her. Fucking mall house, all right? Hot dog on a stick. I've always vacillated left, uh, not left and right, but I've always like gone back and forth on whether or not I really love Heather or really hate Heather. You love uh, your fancy I'm in a good pants. place. What do you, I think maybe I I'm seeping no, into no, no, there, no, there you was, love your no, fancy. No, the season when she was going up again, her, Shannon's first season when she was like basically gaslighting Shannon, I hated Heather that season, I think. I mean, you guys can all go back and listen. But well, um, that's that was actually really but, interesting because, you know, pe gaslighting has become such a popular term and everybody uses it wrong on Bravo. Like nobody knows what gaslighting even means. <laughs> like Rinna, gaslighting, gas. Nobody knows what it means. That was literal gaslighting. That was gaslighting. When they were trying to make he uh, put Shannon in. Call like, an ambulance. <laughs> yes. They were, were going to get, get uh, Shannon 2122 or whatever you call that. What's the number yeah, for when they like call you and they get you I don't taken? Know. Hauled away, so they were really trying to do that to Shannon, literally Shannon, making her think she was crazy. <laughs> to be fair, Shannon is is like the most gaslighty person because, like, the moment she starts getting gaslighty, she gaslight lit, she starts acting very much how you'd expect someone in like a melodrama about gaslighting. Act. The truth will come out. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Shannon. So, um, <laughs> anyway, but uh, the point is. That like Heather is being so obnoxious right off the bat with this like, well, if you like it, we'll just build there. Just like this kind of very obnoxious display of wealth. Like we'll just we'll just like come to a place and just like build a mansion there. And I can't tell if it's just absolutely repulsive or if this is something I actually really love because I love like horrific displays of wealth on these shows, you know, so I can't tell where I'm at. But I think I had a great time this episode, so I think I'm in favor of it. Yeah. So she's like, what about you, Coco? And Coco's like, I would spend the whole summer there. She's like, you won't get bored, Coco? She goes, maybe I'll get bored once. She goes, well, everyone gets bored once. That's fair. Right, Terry? Just once. Just and you could once. <laughs> just once. And you can tell that there are, like, she, like, Heather clearly rounds up the family. It's like, okay, kids. All right, we're going to be on camera tonight. So remember, America's watching. We have to be nice because Nick serves like a pizza. And they're all like, they all give him like a round of applause. I'm like, you know, he serves probably this shit every single night. They're like, ugh, Nick. And they throw paper towels at his head. <laughs> yeah, pizza again, Nick. Don't interrupt uh, when Terry's talking. So she's like, what are your plans for the rest of the summer? And one of them's going to tennis. And then she's like, you know, people with teenage girls tell you they hate you when they're 16. But I say that's 
bullshit. They hate you when they're 12 to 15, and then they come back when it's time to kiss your ass for a luxury car. God, Katarina's almost <laughs> yeah. 15. We used to call her the good one. Now we call her the artist formerly known as the good one. All right. Could someone just like just isolate that clip and send it to the producers of Hot in Cleveland if they wanted to reboot that? Just showing sitcom skills. Okay, that was a punch set up punchline. Okay, great. Coco, Coco. What do you want to do this summer? Robots? Did she say robots? No. So the son was like playing on your phone. And she goes, stop. And she goes, Roblox. That's like a thing the kids are doing. Oh. And um, <laughs> I thought she was saying, like suggesting that Coco wanted to do something with robotics. Like uh, that robots. girl at the My Unorthodox Life. <laughs> and she's like, mom, that's not funny. And she talks about Coco. Like Coco's 10, but she is so mature. You'd think she's 21. She'd get a second. She's a second degree black belt. Now, is she going to be the next president? Nothing would surprise me about Coco. God, God save us. So then, um, and then we, then Nikki, little Nikki, he's now 17 and he's like all grown up and, um, he's just like, you know, a 17 year old and Heather's like, you know, you know, when your kids go through those puberty years and they're kind of like douchey and you got to get through all that. Well, what happens on the other side of that is really cool. And I finally have kids that I can hang out and talk to and see if I'm the cool mom. You know, I can finally say, Hey, am I the cool mom? Huh? Yeah. And when she says that, I'm like, you know, that Heather was like. Talk to me when you're 17. Like, just sent them off with a nanny, you know? Yeah. Like, literally did not see him until he was acceptable. She's like, wow, I can finally hang out with my kids. Um, So she tells us that Max is an old soul, and she's very clear on who she is and how she feels now. And she's funny, and she's savage, but she's also sweet. Yeah, and and so Max, she's like, you know, I'm turning 18, so I'm going to be legal. And Terry is like... Well, what does that mean to you? She goes, and Heather goes, oh, 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 it means she can get a tattoo. She can get a tattoo. And Max is like, mm, that's not what I meant. She can vote. She can vote. That's what it means. No. She can play the lottery. The lottery. That's what it means. She can go into the army. You don't want to go into the army, do you? She's like, um, I'm a legal adult. I can hang with other 18-year-old. I think she's saying fucking. Is that what she's talking I- about? Uh, fucking smoking weed, maybe? Is weed 18 or is that 21? That's probably 21. Yeah, she probably meant fucking. She probably meant fucking. She tells the son, she's like, you're not picking up what I'm putting down, bro. And he's like, yeah, I'm really not. She says, we're eating right now. (laughs) Okay, no one in this household picks up anything, okay? If someone picks up something, that means that someone's fired, okay? Who's not picking up something for my children? So then we see a car swerving and making burning rubber sounds <laughs> on the road. And of course, it's Gina, which I can't believe you were ever pulled over for a DUI. I mean, Jesus <laughs> I Christ, know. woman. Like, she's just like, she's get pulled up. oh my God, <laughs> this is so hard. I forgot how to do this. I feel like she learned driving from movies from the 50s when they would just have their hands yes. going like this against the blue screen. They like, had- <laughs> It's like left the entire time. That's how you drive, right? Yeah, but that's She's also how cars. I was just thinking about that the other day for some reason. I don't know why, but how in you know movies they used to do that. But that's how cars used to work. They didn't have automatic steering like we have now. Now you don't even have to do anything. I drove yesterday eating an egg sandwich and French fries with both of my hands. I was using both of my hands just kind of driving because you just like you move the steering wheel with your pinky. You know, I was like, wow, God, the future is now, and it is delicious. But yeah, Heather, uh, Gina's just like, wow, wow. She's like, Toons is the cat driving a car, you know? Story. <laughs> a very concerning story. 
I mean, I basically just had a toe on the steering wheel and was fully reclined taking a nap, but I was driving. It's like, were you driving a Tesla? No, just regular car. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so she's like, yeah, I'm a little bit of a nervous driver. And Emily's like, um, were you like that before you lost your license? Or are you just like that now? Because it's like, it's concerning. She's like, um, no, I think it was the not driving for a year and a half. She's like, you know, my biggest fear is hitting other things. Like, I hate bikers. I hate bikers. And you know what? But as long as I'm not hitting other things, I'm achieving the goal of driving in general, right? I'm like, mm. she kind of has a point. Yeah, <laughs> that kind of is a goal. <laughs> Kind that's, of, yeah. that's kind of how you teach a kid to drive just don't hit anything like that's the first <laughs> that's the first goal so yeah. um then they get to the gym and they're parked in front of one of those shrub things and emily's like i think you just crawl over this to get to the side wow oh, this, <laughs> this was very funny to me because they no, they had parked like in the parking lot a little bit of away and the doorway there was like a shrubbery but the, they were like, I guess we have to walk through the shrub to get to the doorway. But all they had to do was walk around one other car and there was a ramp. And I just thought it was funny that they just could not figure out the concept of walking around a car. They were like, must take the shortest far. distance. Yeah, the shortest is short. Yeah, that's the shortest <laughs> distance. I wouldn't walk around the car either. You go over the shrub. So, but then it's you have very to lift your leg. Yeah. So then um, Paige, the Pilates instructor, she's she's one of those people. These fucking gym people okay they that wear microphones but they don't need them she's like wearing one of those madonna like blonde, blonde ambition headsets but there's like three <laughs> people in the class she's like hi i'm Paige. okay Paige. i was like okay Paige. you're not at the thanksgiving day parade you can take the headset off all right you're not broadcasting so, so um pilates, pilates. It's the second well, time i've had to talk pilates. about pilates this week okay it was already on vanderpump rules fuck you pilates okay i don't like this i i would rather vagina freezing go back to that i don't need a pilates through line on every bravo show stop it yeah and so um emily is just saying how like she and gina are best friends and when whenever they were fighting it was because they were miserable in their own lives etc so now after class they're sitting together and um they're talking about shane and the bar and basically the bar like it used to the bar exam, the California bar exam had a certain score. And because of COVID and the stress of it and people working from home, they lowered the bar. The California bar lowered the bar to 1390. <laughs> and since the last time Shane took it and failed, he failed with a score that was higher than 1390. So basically he retroactively <laughs> passed the bar which has me so concerned about lawyers in California. <laughs> I know. It's like the army actually bringing up the army again, which is weird. But um, the military had to change their their limits, too, on, like, health and weight and stuff. Because, they, like, everyone's fat. Like, it's America, right? So everybody's just chubbier year by year. It's like Wall-E, you know, that movie, where everybody's just, like, soon going to be, like, lying down in a rolling bed with a screen in front of them. Basically my life. Everybody's going to be living like me. So everybody's so fat that they had to, like, change the requirements. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know that that's good for the army. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't know if that's good. I think you, I think you need to be, like, in fighting. Like, it's literally called in fighting shape. So, <laughs> or in you know, like you know, all right shape, you know. So, all right shape. Yeah, I'm in all yeah, writing shape. Right shape. Okay, I'm yeah. in all writing shape. So Emily's like, "Oh my god, this hurts. I think I'm going to stick to my Peloton. This just hurts my vagina, but that hurts my vagina. You know, the only thing I can really ride without feeling anything is shame. So anyway, he's a lawyer now. 
he's a lawyer. And Gina's like, oh my God, am I allowed to make fun of him for that? Because, I mean, Shane passed the bar because they lowered the score requirement. I mean, that is such a gift to me. That is such a gift. <laughs> it kind of is a gift. It's pretty amazing. And it's just funny that that Emily just like blows up his spot on TV about it too. So, um, like, she could have just been like, well, it's great. Shane has passed the bar. He's a lawyer now. Like, that's it could have just right. been that. But she's like, no, he just... <laughs> He just failed into it. So, <laughs> so I'm Emily's so retroactively she... proud of my husband. So yeah. then um, yeah. Gina talks about Travis and how much she loves Travis. And then, you know, she talks about how hard it was giving the testimony in the court because the court case with her ex was delayed and delayed because of COVID. And she kept getting closer to him because time was passing and they were healing and doing so much better. And then, boom, she still has to go give her victim impact statement. So it was yeah. pretty sad. It was actually yeah, pretty sad. And she said though, but she like she was like crying and but she said she wanted her kids to see that, you know, she stood up for herself and that that their dad took responsibility. So, you know, that yeah. was very sad, but it looks like that's sort of wrapped up. And then we see people playing volleyball, and it's none other than a Shannon Medore scene. So we see uh, her eldest daughter, Sophie, walking into boutique. Sophie's twenty now, which is kind of crazy. And Shannon's like, Oh, well, Sophie. So in Texas, do people dress as scantily as your slut sisters? <laughs> I know the twins are in like little crop tops or like such California girls, like little crop tops and tight little bottoms. And she's like, well, Shan, uh, uh, Stella, Adeline, <laughs> how about this outfit? Look about this. It covers some of your body. <laughs> Think about that. Your nipples won't be so gold. Come on, girls. <laughs> like, shut up. Here's a. Here's something. Here's just a sheet I got from Joanne Fabrics. I cut a hole in it, and you just drape it right over your shoulders, just like that. It just covers everything. And Shannon really is just such an open wound every season. I mean, this is how she starts the season. Her first thing that she says, like in her diary room, she's like, "Well, the kids are gonna, the kids are older, and well, not gonna lie, it's not easy losing control." So, welcome back. It's fun, Shannon. Real Housewives season 16. Can't, can't spell fun without thinking about the word alone. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, fun, Shannon. So then um, Shannon's like, uh, Shannon's like, well, what, 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 oh, 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 Sophie, here's a, here's a good option for you. It's This is good for a little country girl in Texas. Oh, there's no back. Okay, all right. I guess this is just a store for all the sluts in the world. We should probably get out of here. Yeah, because Sophie's like, we don't dress like that. Look at me. And she's in a t-shirt and jeans. Um, so Sophie's like, so mom, how would you feel if I stayed in Texas the rest of my life? And she's like, <laughs> we just hear horror music. <laughs> and the screen goes to black and white. And Shannon Shannon just looks kind of out the windows. And she's like, <laughs> that thing where she's like whispering to like a little pet mouse in her mind. She's just like... <laughs> <laughs> she's like she's like well uh yeah, right, I'm, I'm gonna be uh honest with you 30 to 40 negative thoughts um i think uh, i think it would depend on where you live in texas if you live in the part of texas that's here in orange county then i'm totally for it <laughs> she's like um probably the suburbs of dallas or lake house somewhere else and she's like well i worry about the zika virus come on down they have zika over there she's what what are you talking about they do not she goes how do you know how do you know they don't have the zika virus and if they do have it and you get it you're gonna have trouble having kids 
I hate to break it to Shannon, but I'm pretty sure Orange County is a lot closer to the hemisphere than Dallas. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, well, I don't want to be alone. You know, listen, I'm not afraid of being alone at all. But I don't want to be alone. So I have John, and we're very happy. And we talk about our future. We call it the happy hour. <laughs> we, we never remember what we said the next day, but we do know that we had a good time because we're still together. And I mean, it was called happy hour for crying out loud. <laughs> <laughs> you all know that anyone who engages in happy hour must be happy. That's why I know I'm happy, because I drink excessively at happy hour, because I'm so happy. <laughs> uh, Adeline, Adeline, you're looking very, very skinny, sweetie. She's like, thanks, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to say, by the way, I said hemisphere before, but I meant equator. And I'm only saying that because I know someone's going to say to me, Ben, I think you meant equator when you said Well, I'm glad you so. did, because I'm the dumb one. So I was like kind of thinking about it i was just like, thinking about it mean? and i was like yeah i was thinking what does it mean but then i was like but you're dumb i'm like you don't know so maybe that's not the dumb. real way and then i would leave and then i'd be like you guys orange county is closer to the hemisphere than texas and they'd be like what a fucking moron you know so thank you for correcting me because i just go repeat whatever you said later because <laughs> that literally makes no sense closer to the hemisphere <laughs> we're in the hemisphere okay so shannon's like well i'm I'm watching you guys try on clothes. That's they're not for little girls anymore. They're mainly for trollops. But you know, and you're saying you're gonna move to Texas. It's just it's like I'll be all alone. And the twins are like, Well, I'll be one of the twins is like, Well, I'll be in California. It's just yes, but yeah, you guys are growing up. It's just it's a lot for me to think about, you know? And then Stella goes, Well, you'll be all alone. And they go, Stella. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have no one, Mom. She's like, oh, my God. She says, well, I mean, I didn't mean it in a bad way. Like, you have Archie. She's like, oh, thanks, Stella. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. So then we go to Quail Hill, tra Quail, Quail Hill Trailhead. That's a hard thing to say, actually. I didn't really realize. Quail Hill Trailhead. Quail Hill Trailhead. Quail Hill Trailhead. It's the Dan Quail Trailhead Trailhead. Um... Dan Quail Trail, Dan Quail Quail Hill Trailhead. Yeah. Dan Quail has nothing to do with that. I just decided to add him into the mix. And also, I don't. I think it was a Roadrunner. It looked like a Roadrunner, but we had like a lot of footage of this one bird who is just like, I, you know, I'm in Orange County. I gotta look good, otherwise my my bird husband is gonna divorce me. So I gotta do my get my cardio in because that bird was running. It was running through that parking lot back and forth. It was like yeah. my favorite thing. And they showed a part where it was just like sitting there, like lifting its like <laughs> perfecting its tail. I was like, wow, this this is a friend of Roadrunner for sure. This is a friend of this is a Roadrunner that just went to Pilates, okay, and <laughs> yeah. was doing afternoon cardio. Like the Roadrunner is like, the only thing that I can ride without my vagina hurting is Shane. Like, okay, Roadrunner, that was a stolen line that wasn't even really said on the show. The Roadrunner was like, did you hear about my husband? He passed the bar, but more like the bar came down to him. You know what I'm saying? It's like, wow, Roadrunner, stop blowing up your husband's spot. <laughs> so Heather is meeting her friend, Nicole, for a hike. Now, Nicole, she I will so say familiar. this for Nicole. She definitely lives in Orange County. That is an Orange County face. I mean, you stop by just the tourism section, and that's what happens to your face in Orange County. Good Lord, Whoville. I mean, she's really yeah. ready to rumble, this one. She looked to me like a combination of Kelly Ben Simone and Leah McSweeney. It was very strange that then there but that she was not on the New York cast. Hmm. So then, maybe that's why um, she looked familiar to me. 
And Heather's trying to pretend they're friends, which obviously they're not. Because she's like, oh my god, look at you. We have matching hair. I have hair like yours. It's like in a pony. Yeah, this is Terry's favorite hair on me. She goes, yeah, that's cute. She's like, it's called dirty hair. <laughs> dirty hair. That's what it's called, this style. So now we're good friends, right? So what grade is Presley in? Oh, I always think she and Coco are the same age, but they're really a year apart. Am I right with that? <laughs> <laughs> you do have a daughter named Presley, or are you just saying your favorite herb is parsley? I just can't remember. Or do so, you like Paisley? Uh, because I can't really <laughs> approve of that, but I still will be your friend. <laughs> so Heather says that she's known Nicole for eight years, and they hit it off immediately, and they have a they've had a fun friendship. And right. This she, is she what goes, she says. She goes, "I've known her for eight years, and you know what? It's always good running into her." <laughs> yeah, that's. If you if you're like someone that you have a front fun friendship with, is that like uh, <laughs> are you just like running in? I don't. Do you just run like into she each sees other? her in the store, you know, and she's like, she's always in a good mood every time I run into her. <laughs> every time I see her at Blockbuster Video, <laughs> always in a great mood. Great mood. Um. So yeah. So she says that she's always in a good mood, which is whenever someone says that, you know, okay, their friendship is going to shitter, and this girl is evil, right? So then um, Heather's talking about how she's going to have a party and nobody's going to come over and do the whole thing, which, again, is another Heather flex. But I have to admit, that's an impressive flex. We've never really seen a Nobu flex like that before. Like we've like not even on Beverly Hills have we seen a Nobu flex. So um, Heather's like, oh, Nicole, invite whoever you want to the party, whoever you want. You know, we'll give out gift bags to be like, I saw them all house, you know, whoever wants to come. It's great. <laughs> And uh, she's like, uh, who who would you want to come? And Nicole, uh, Nicole's like, um, well, have you met my friend Noella? She's really fun. So the, what I liked about this first episode is it's obviously mostly a new cast. I mean, they've really brought in a lot of new people. And they're going to try and make it work from really failing. Let's just be honest. It's been failing for a few seasons now. So yeah. they're really trying to make a new go out of it. None of these women seem to know each other from Dick. And every single scene is them trying to pretend that they all know each other. And it's it was still good. It still ended up being good. I was Yeah, surprised. it was it was the chem the cast chemistry felt very strong. So um so Heather goes, Oh, you know who's been texting me lately? You know Shannon Bador? Do you know Shannon Bador? A and person like, who's on the oh. TV show that we're shooting right now, Shannon Bedore, and she's like, um, I would say yes, yes, we know each other. Like, okay, first of all, don't act like you don't watch this show. I guarantee, I feel like every mom in Orange County is watching Orange County, right? Like, well, like it feels like it. Right, but what are you going to say? Yeah, I know that crazy bitch from TV. She scares me. <laughs> Please don't bring her, you know? So she's like, well, I, you know what? Maybe she'll remember me. I don't know if she'll remember me, but she might. And Heather's like, well... I've run into Shannon um, three times, but recently I sent her an Instagram saying congrats on the product. So I guess that was sort of our re-entry point. And then we see the message and Shannon's like, thank you. I hope you and your family are doing well. Making lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, Shannon texted me and she just mentioned all the fun things that we did in the past. You know, we went to parties together. We went to Ireland together. You know, she tried to take my my chair at Javier's together. Oh, God, all those fun times in the past. Um, and uh, she's like, you know, Shannon and I were never really good friends. And then we see a clip of Shannon being t or Heather being totally fake with Shannon when she's like, mm -hmm. you know what, Shannon, maybe we should get together when I get back. <laughs> yeah. 
Mm-hmm. No, I find it funny that her maiden name is Storms because hold, hold for laughter. She is a storm. Okay, that was a punchline. Hot in Cleveland, hot in Orange County. I can't with her. So um, then we get a clip of, I'm going to ask you to leave. And Shannon being like, well, Jerry said, oh, don't tell us the meeting. And I've had it with her. You will see the truth. You will all see the truth. And she's being like dragged up by a guy <laughs> with a, you know, like a one of those jackets. What do you call those? Straight jackets. Straight jackets. Stairs. Yeah. You will all see the truth. <laughs> So then Heather, in the most patronizing way, is like, well, you know what? Everyone's allowed to grow up. Everyone's allowed to have a restart. You know, everyone's allowed to build their own mall house. So, uh, yeah. So then we go over to Emily and Gina. And now they've gone from Pilates to the dermatologist. (laughs) They're just going to pamper their way through the episode. Mm -hmm. So um, Emily tells us that she's she's removed her implants and then she did a fat transfer into her chest and then got like a lift and then also a mini lower facelift to get rid of what she said was her double chin. And then I had the back of my throat replaced with a coaster that has B. Arthur's face on it, which, you know, that one <laughs> didn't make much of a difference facially, but I like knowing that B is back there in case someone ever rests a cold drink down my windpipe. You know, just if you can get it done, you should get it done. <laughs> you know, I, I always saw myself as more of a Blanche, and sometimes I like to stand over a loaf of bread and pretend it's Big Daddy's casket and say, I'm nobody's little girl anymore. But, you know... <laughs> I'll take the Arthur. Uh, so she's like, but I do have one chin now. Look. And she shows us from the side, which I'm not going to do because that's not the case. So Dr. Jen comes in. She's like way overdressed to be on TV. You know, she's like, hi, guys. <laughs> she's wearing this like skin tight little mini dress with little pearls sewn on it. It's like very Dorit. Yeah. And so Dr. Emily, uh, she apparently met them all at Bronwyn's Bow Renewal. And we like see footage of like, like Dr. Jen in the background of like three different shots. Usually when Bravo trots out the footage, it's always like, oh my God, that person who was like blatantly in that scene, we never realized like that would be a future cast member. But here it was like grainy and like in the background, it was like that tuft of hair you see behind 10 people, that's Dr. Jen. Yeah. Um, Also, Bronwyn had a lot to do with casting this year. I mean, Noella is an ex-friend of hers. Now we've got this Jennifer who was a friend of hers and they fired Bronwyn a long time ago. So I'm confused. Or maybe it just seems like a long time ago. I don't know. Uh, But Bronwyn's pissed. That's what I'm trying to say. Somewhere right now, Bronwyn is sitting at home, like, her nails digging into her palms. Like, (laughs) So Gina's like, well, you know, I met her at the Val Renewal, and Jen came up to me. She was super friendly. She told me she was the doctor. She offered if I wanted to get some services done. And see you later. And I'm cashing in that credit, baby. Yeah. And so, and Gina's like, you know, Jen is the total package. She's educated. She works full time. She's a mom. She actually has something to receive packages. She's like a total package because she actually can receive packages at her place. So uh, I don't even know what that means. (laughs) But I can imagine Gina being impressed with that sort of functionality. She can get packages. She's doing it all in stilettos. And so Gina's like, you know, you know, when Meryl Streep and Death becomes her, when she drinks the vial and moves, everything moves up, I want that, okay? You know what? We're not going to fuck with Dr. Jen, because look what she could do. Because Dr. Jen, like, injects her chin. She's like, trust me, trust me. You're going to need this. You're going to need that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So she gets her little Botox, and she's like, oh, my God. So then we go over to Nobu, and... Um, which is also could be something that is often said to people to like other waiters when Heather walks in, like, are you going to wait on her? No, no boo. boo. <laughs> no, boo. <laughs> All you. So boo. She walk- that was too long of a title. 
for a restaurant. And of so course, Heather, Heather walks Hi, in like, Alfredo. Yeah. Hi, Alfredo. Like she is at Nobu every day. You know, she just lets, she ha- lets, has to let you know how often she's at Nobu. She's like, John. Hi, John. Oh my God. Look at you. You shaved. John, you shaved. Oh, it's so good to see you outside of that mask again, John. It's great to be away, home away from home. So, um, so she sits down with this guy who's like the, the maitre d' or the manager or whatever. And she's like, so everything that you guys do is awesome. So I don't want to micromanage too much of it. But this is what I want. Forks that have tines that are three millimeters apart from each other. Napkins that are folded at a 37 degree angle. And also, I want exactly 73 grains of rice under every piece of sushi. Thank you. <sighs> And it's like, historically, I love a party. To me, it's a theatrical event. And what does it look like? What does it smell like? What does it taste like? The fuck kind of theatrical event is that? <laughs> it's not Hamilton. Jesus Christ. I don't want to I don't want to smell, taste, lick any show I've ever seen, okay? It's like you're giving a new spin to cats. Okay, nobody <laughs> needs this. So she's like, and a Dubro party, it's a complete immersion into fabulousness. And then we see clips of her parties and they're they're lame, right? When has Heather not had a no, lame I mean, party? She, she had that she rodeo the party. Cowboy. That was a good I mean that it was, that's a good party. I mean, it's probably lame to actually be there, but I mean that is where we met Megan King Edmonds the first time, right? Yes, that's true, I guess. When I guess that's not an endorsement. Shannon got Sorry. mad that uh Terry was flirting with her because he said, you want a shot? She's like, how dare you, man? <laughs> Wasn't that that? Probably. My allergies. <laughs> These hay bales have <laughs> my allergies. So, uh-huh. um, uh, yeah, but I agree. I don't think of, like, Heather as – I think she has a higher estimation of her parties than the rest of the audience does, though, regardless. Yeah. Like, we never well, think back of, like, oh, real money. parties. Yeah, but she spends real money, I guess. In her mind, that's, like, your personality. Right? Like, I have the best personality because I'm the richest. So um, she's like, okay, and we're going to have the champs. We're going to have the champs because I have that champs. I just want to remind everybody that I say champs a lot. You might hear it, yeah. you might hear it often now. Champs, that's from me. That's we'll that, have that's a lot. original. Champs, and hopefully we won't have to break into the wall, and then because she has like a wall of champagne. Ha 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 ha! Oh, don't break into the wall. Don't worry, we can rebuild it. Um, but yeah, she's like, she's just like really excited to have this party. So then, Noella. over at another Noella place, comes in. well, Noella comes in oh, first, and she comes to meet Heather at Nobu, and Noella. You're right. Not not a not a huge fan so far. Mostly because it's some Bronwyn friendship that I'm like, mm. Mm. but she comes in wearing she looks insane. She's wearing some like crop top. She loves a clown sleeve. There's what I'll say about Noella. She loves a clown <laughs> sleeve. She wears a clown pirate sleeve for the rest of the episode. Every time you see her, she's in a different version of this. I felt like she stood in front of an industrial fan and someone had like a box of textiles and emptied the box in front of the fan and they just blew at her and whatever stuck is what she wore like it just sort of stuck around they put glue on her and it stuck to her and she's like okay got my outfit but she just looked like very windswept at the moment so she walks in uh with nicole but then we go to the deck which by the way we go to the deck a lot on orange county and i feel like it does not get the like the def like the it does not get mentioned as like a place but they are always at the deck so they're at the deck. It's Emily and Gina. And Gina's like, oh, my God, I haven't been to the beach in a while. It's so beautiful. And so the waitress comes over. And, uh, and the she's like, hi, like, I'm Cassidy. No one cares. Give me my drinks. <laughs> All right. No. 
And so they're like, oh, what's that drink over there? It's nice. Goes, oh, it's called a red tide. And I just started to laugh. Do you know what a red tide? Well, there's first of all, there is red tide and slang is one thing. But do you know what an actual red tide is? This no, is what I've, a red only tide heard, is. I've only heard the period version. So I thought it was gross that they had like a drink named after that. Like who, who right. was that? Or biblical. But, red <laughs> yeah, sea. But, the, but, but a red tide is actually something that happens in the oceans. And so – this is what it is. A red tide is a phenomenon of discoloration of sea surface. It is a common name for harmful algal blooms occurring along coastal regions, which result from large concentrations of aqua- aquatic microorganisms such as protozoans and unicellular algae. Great Jeez. name for a cocktail also. God, what, <laughs> does Tom, has Tom Sandoval heard of this? Yeah, sounds like... <laughs> You know, we were thinking about some of that uh, toxic algae that sometimes shows up in the beach, and we thought, let's make a cocktail about it. Exactly. So um, Shannon comes in, and Emily's like, there's Shannon with her hot white pants. She goes, what? What? Huh? What does hot pants? What does white pants mean? Huh? What does that mean? I'm not mean? wearing hot pants. Huh? I'm not wearing uh, hot pants. These are, these are covering my ankles. I'm not, I'm not some slut, okay? I'm not some slut who walks on the beach with married men, okay? No, no. I'm saying you look hot. Oh, Fun, fun, Shannon. <laughs> it's like, well, someone's had a cocktail here. <laughs> they're like, come on, Shannon, let's catch up. So <laughs> they do. They just get shit faced at lunch. Emily and, and and Emily goes, "Cheers to the new Trace Amigas." And she's like, "Huh? Yes, by <laughs> default." <laughs> um then back with the other ladies heather asks nicole and noella how they met and they're like oh my god you're telling her me the hotel we met in an airport bathroom (laughs) (laughs) and noella's like well it was at a private airport bathroom if it makes any sense wait was it for a was it a bathroom that was private or was that a, a airport that was private or an airport with private jets i need to pick the whole picture before i one up you okay (laughs) yeah Yeah, they're like it's private oh okay well that makes it slightly better so nicole's like well we were washing our hands and we had the same bracelets and so we're like oh my god we have the same bracelets did you pee i pee too we have so much in common this is crazy (laughs) (laughs) you have hands i have hands yeah and then um, she introduced me to her husband i'm like okay well what what we find out about noella later is like oh okay so you're trying to bang you're trying to bang this nicole girl right that's what i thought so heather's like oh your husband is sweet james right i've seen his billboards they're great a lawyer with billboards like I'm already sold. <laughs> I'm already sold on this season because I've seen these billboards around town and I've always been like, who the hell is Sweet James? There's some people around LA that I want to know. I want to know who is Sweet James. I also want to know who is Veronica of Veronica's Insurance and also the guy who has the bus stop things that says accident is. And so now that oh, we're going to get to know about Sweet James, yeah. I'm really happy. So Noelle's like, yeah, that's him. Okay, so Noelle does this weird thing where she talks like this. I mean, if you're on Crappens on Demand, you can see my face. But like, one of her lips is facing up, or is pointing up one way, and the other is pointing down the opposite way. She's got like di- kind of I don't know how to it's explain that. You can do that so well. It looks like this. So me and my friend in high school used to do that, and now I, now I see Noella, and I'm like, oh my god, that is totally what we used to do in high school. The face we used to make. She's like, well. My husband, Sweet James, he is the most authentic person. And it's not just a brand, guys. It's him. 
that is how he is. I mean, he even writes in that same flaunt that's on the billboards. He is amazing, guys. And she has, like, a real put-on way of talking. And, like, her lips are maybe overfilled and misshapen. I don't know what's going on, but I'm fascinated. I have to say I'm fascinated. And she's so emphatic about how sweet he is and how wonderful he is and how great their marriage is that I'm like, I'm kind of sold on this season because I know it's all going to fall apart. So um, so Noella and James met online and she goes, we were actually speaking with each other for a few weeks before we physically met at the Ritz. And the waitress came by and was like, um, you want to have another round? And I was like, what are you talking about? We're going upstairs. And then we fooled around and we fell in love. Yeah, she's TMI obsessed like fucking Bronwyn. Just like when she came. So she's like, the hard part about being married to an attorney, guys, like who puts so much into his work, is that he puts everything into his work. Like, my mother actually passed the bar when she was pregnant with me, but she said, do not marry a doctor or a lawyer because they're always married to their pagers. And Heather's (laughs) like, page, pagers. I love that. They're married (laughs) to their pagers because that's what people used to have. Yes, we actually have... We actually hire pages in our house and we boss them around. Yeah. It's much more effective than a pager. Yeah. Um, and she said, and if you do end up with an attorney, do not end up with an ambulance chaser. And I did. I did. <laughs> oh, God. It's going to go to shit for her so badly. So then um, back over at the deck, Shannon's like, ah, oh, uh, some more tequila, por favor. <laughs> so uh, cheers to. <laughs> The only two girls left who I have any sort of relationship with, uh, who uh, I'm sorry, I meant to say, cheers to two girls who have warmed my heart and made me realize that you can start off rocky and that you can form a friendship with two women who have done nothing but talk evil things about me behind my back <laughs> and tried to ruin me and supported vicious people like Kelly Dodd. <laughs> but, but since I'm so benevolent and loving, I will be willing to do some sort of off-brand low-rent Trace Amigas with you. Cheers! <laughs> it's like, well, I haven't really had much of a friendship with Emily and Gina in the past year, but... And then we see a clip of, okay, Miss Olier than thou, or whatever. <laughs> and Shannon's like, well, but, you know, I did go to New York with Gina, and we bonded. We bonded. And she does that tight smile where she kind of curls the lip under, and she shows her teeth. She's like, we bonded. We bonded. So, you know, I look at them different now. In a different kind of light. And Emily's like, well, we grew on you like barnacles. She goes, like <laughs> roses, which also are incredibly painful to be growing on you. So, they both fit. <laughs> I, I have to say, that trip to New York was, you know, the, I think the moment that we bonded the most was we were on one of those underground things. The subway, I guess it's called. And, uh, first of all, no sandwiches. So that was a disappointment. But also, uh, a man yelled at me. He said, stand clear of the closing doors. And I was like, well, I never had a man talk to me that way before. And Gina actually told me it was actually a voice that was pre-recorded. And at that moment, I realized this woman saved my life. And we've been together ever since. <laughs> I did still sue the subway. <laughs> So the girls are like, let's do more shots. So they're just taking shots. And then classy music starts playing as we sip. We go back to the other ladies who are sipping champagne and being like, Noelle is like, so how long have you and Terry been together, Heather? She's like, almost 25 years from our blind date. 
yeah, yeah, pretty much. And Nicole's like, well, you know, you're still fucking, aren't you? Because that keeps the marriage happy. Nicole, uh, Nicole has so much Botox, she's got the Botox eye flicker going on. <laughs> she does. She really does. She's basically that, like, emoji. Like, mm. uh, and so, <laughs> like, if she was a car, she would be pulled over for a tail light going out, you know? She's just going down the road like... <laughs> she's just constantly making a left turn about to make a left turn like (laughs) you just want to honk at her turn your signal off um uh how angry was kyle richards when heather announced that it's basically been in their 25 years that she and terry have been together you know that kyle likes being the only one on housewives that has a relationship that long right yes so Heather's like, oh, gosh, no one wants to hear about married people's sex lives. And Noelle's like, well, well, we have a great one. Hey, we've got a sex dungeon, so, you know, you'll love it, Heather. Okay, yeah. And, you know, people do ask us about things because we have a sex dungeon. So they ask us about our sex life all the time. So uh, everyone get ready for several episodes where Noella, like, uh like overcompensates for whatever decay is happening in their marriage by talking about their crazy, crazy sex life in that dungeon. I mean, why don't you guys just keep Bronwyn at this point? That's basically what you're doing. <laughs> you just got Bronwyn back, you know, in a different uh, lady. So I like Bronwyn. I liked Bronwyn. I'm down for her to come back. I'm the only one in America, but that's okay. Um, so Heather's like, I'm not going to ask. I'm not going to your sex dungeon, but I'm happy for you that you like it. So then Shannon is like, well, uh, I'm going to introduce Gina to my friend Heather tomorrow. Um, and we're going to go to Javier's, which is another Orange County hotspot. I mean, they're always going to Javier's, right? And so uh, Shannon's like, I mean, I mean, you know, the thing is with Heather, I mean, she is flipping funny. <laughs> Look at me. This is how I laugh at a joke. <laughs> Look at me displaying joy because I can receive joy. <laughs> She's funny. She's fun. She's giving. She's so polite. She walks me to the door every time I see her. <laughs> She's always offering to get me help. So yeah. that's something. You, sh- you should see the way. She- <laughs> yeah, she's, you know, one time she did call an Uber for me, but it actually was an ambulance. But, you know, uh, so people make mistakes. And nice. She has a very forceful way of uh, offering a seat for you at a table. <laughs> Maybe someone call it aggressive, but I think it's her sense of humor about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, Gina's like, is she from Orange County? She's like, oh, no, she's from New York. So you guys have that in common. <laughs> you know, people from New York City love meeting people from Long Island. So that's going to be fun to watch you two, two bond. <laughs> you, you guys can talk about what it was like when the man yelled at you about this closing door and you guys can bond over that quite a bit <laughs> so then back yes. to the others nicole's like well we went oh no nicole's the one with the other face she's like we went hiking <laughs> we, we went hiking on the hottest day of the year oh yeah that's something i forgot to marriage in that hi- marriage sorry it's been a long day that's something i forgot to mention in that hiking scene they, they were hiking and heather just kept going i am melting and nicole's like yeah it's hot she's like no but i'm melting like it's literally so hot out here i am melting so they would talk a little bit and walk and then heather would go oh my god i'm melting and so now we're back to that she's like we went hiking on the hottest day of the year i was melting and heather's like i was melting okay this bitch is already stealing my melting really really nicole <laughs> Really? My observation about meltingness? Okay. 
So Heather is like, oh, so I called Shannon and we had a nice conversation. And Nicole goes, oh, good. I was like, oh, this woman's evil. The fake, the, the way the phoniness and her saying, oh, good. Like, why does she care if they had a good conversation, right? So Heather goes, and you know what? She definitely hit the nostalgia button for me, not to be confused with the champagne button, but she hit the nostalgia button. So I'm willing to take a chance and we'll see. We'll see. So Shannon's like, well, Heather called me and she was walking with a girl who says she knows me. <laughs> okay. Because I was room mom at the preschool. Basically, this I would come in. I would say, hi, kids. Brought your cookies. You need to eat them. You're too skinny. Please put some clothes on. Please, all of you, put some clothes on. <laughs> I would I would come into the into the like in the in the preschool room and I would say hi kids um please enjoy this snack and enjoy your innocence before your fathers all leave their wonderful mothers for some slut on the beach. And so we see a clip of Heather on the phone with Shannon going, you know, I was walking with this girl, melting. I was melting and walking. I couldn't, I couldn't even see my feet because they were melted. I was walking on my knees, basically, because okay? my legs had melted. Um, but you know what? She says that you know each other, Nicole James. And Shannon's like, huh, Nicole James. Nicole, well, I only know that stupid murderous slut, Nicole. Is her last name? Did it used to be Weiss? Did it used to be Weiss? <laughs> um, that's not her maiden name from her last husband, I don't think, because I've definitely known her for eight years, so I definitely know what her maiden name is. Mm, <laughs> I'm going to get back. My, You know what? My brain is melting right now. I'll get back to you when I'm in a cold place. Okay. I will tell you so, this. She looked like Pam Anderson, and she dated Kid Rock, um, and Shanna's like, oh, well, Let's see, wait, no, no, I'm the one who said that. She looked like Pam <laughs> Anderson. She looked like Pam Anderson, and she dated Kid Rock. Now, I lost track of that little hooker, but I was good <laughs> friends with Nicole Weiss before she turned into a huge slut, which we'll talk about later. <laughs> if it's the right Nicole, I don't want her to Shannon does that classic Shannon thing where she's like, yes, I was, I was good friends with her. Was. And you're like, oh, <laughs> it's going to come. So then yeah. Heather's like, so, hey, so, uh, Blinky, what was your name before before James? Oh, that's my husband. He's so sweet. No, 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 no. Not you. Your last name. It's just, oh, it was Weiss. Weiss. Oh, like Weiss's pieces, right? And she's like, yes. yes. She remembers you. She remembers you. Okay, yeah, she remembers you. Point right in your face. She remembers you. <laughs> it's she like a parking you. gate. It's like it's like you, it's like you have not paid your ticket to get out of the parking garage, <laughs> but it points right at you instead of in front of you. It's like, um, so Nicole is not happy about that. I think I can't tell with her face. So then Shannon's like, I mean, I was like, am I losing my mind <laughs> because double circle crazy temple fingers? <laughs> Double circle crazy temple fingers. Like, I worry about early onset. Uh, what's it called? I worry about uh, that sometimes. I'll just windshield wiper it away, okay? So, so Shannon tells us, the reason why it's bothering me so much is because I don't want this girl to be the person that Heather's talking about. But I want to know, tell me. And, and Shannon's like, well, I want to know, too. Is it her? Is it not? Oh, oh. it's like, clue. Mm. The, the slut did it with the slut in the slut room. <laughs> is, it, <laughs> is it her? I don't know. Uh, uh, so they so get they, up to leave, and they're, like, drunk now. So they're, like, they're slapping Shannon's butt and stuff. She's like, oh, you suck. 
that. Girls, I ate it five minutes ago. Stop that. Oh, it's so good to have good girlfriends who I truly do enjoy spending time with. (laughs) It's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. So then the thing they're doing this season, they finally stopped doing the thing that we both hated, which is that they would like show they have they're trying to do a big little lies thing where they would like show something like the beach and be quiet and then give it like a few beats and then bring the music and they stopped doing that. So the new thing is they'll show a vignette and then they freeze the vignette and they slide it in another vignette, but they still keep a little bit of the old vignette and then they do it another time. And so this time it was like someone like a girl walking and they just freeze on her ass for like Five seconds of screen time, this girl's butt just right there on the screen. I was like, yeah. see, it's good to have the show back, you know? And um, and now we go to Dr. Jen at home. Oh, God. This is a disaster. This couple is a disaster oh, walking. Yeah. Oh, my God. So Definitely. you know that you're a disaster when you have your own bouncy house outside. Because that's just trying too hard for the children. Okay? They need to get fucking jobs. No one needs a bouncy house all the time. Okay? You don't get that. Yeah. So this is a mother who's never home and a dad who hates her. Is what I'm seeing so far. So she comes yes. in and, she, and Nick's like shirtless. He's like, That's hey. his thing. Yeah, he's always shirtless. And um, their Nick, origin oh, story. Wait, wait, is this yeah. their house? Is this them or? Yeah, they're, they're oh, their yeah, house. she's yeah. talking to Caitlin, and, who's the nanny, right? right. Yeah. And um, so we have, like, this is not a great episode for origin stories because the first one we heard so far is that, like, two girls met at the airport bathroom and they both like, were liked each other's bracelets so this right. one she was like ryan and i ryan and i we met at a breakfast buffet <laughs> a breakfast like, buffet <laughs> okay and it was typical love at first sight but i it was a little tricky because i was with somebody and he was with somebody and we didn't exchange numbers but we happened to meet a month later and okay that's fishy first of all that's fishy right also i wasn't sure if i liked him at first because you took forever picking out the bacon slices and i was like excuse me i have to get to the cereals yeah and she's like um you know but then by the time we'd met i'd broken up with my somebody and i hope he had too i mean i didn't ask okay Mm -hmm. so we see you were at like a (laughs) breakfast buffet with your families or something and hit on each other you dirty dirty i like it (laughs) I mean, I think that's kind of a hot hookup, a breakfast buffet. I mean, I, I mean, I would love to fall in love near a waffle machine. I would love it. I was going to say, the scent of Farina, you know, in mm. your nose can just really spur those pheromones. So um, they have a, a child named Vince who they uh, – the, the cameras just keep cutting to him delinting a couch over and over again. I was like <laughs> – I really appreciate this kid. Like he's like probably the most responsible OC kid we've seen so far. <laughs> yeah. And no, um, I'm not going to give it to Brianna. I'm sorry. I will not give it to Brianna. She is revoked. Yeah. So, uh, the, why'd you revoke Brianna? Because she's married. Just Ryan. Her, yeah. Yeah. So, um, she also has twins and she's like, how do I balance running a business in a family? Very carefully. Not really well, to be honest. I mean, look at him. He can't stop linting. Okay, can't stop Lent rolling. <laughs> he's taking he's taking out the obvious dysfunction I have with my husband by delinting everything in sight. Okay, uh, this like... man, yeah, and this man is <laughs> fucking everybody around your back, behind your back, and you know he is because any husband who shows up in his first scene on TV shirtless. He doesn't put on a shirt this entire fucking episode. That man is cheating yeah. on you, ma'am. Mark my words. Mid- Mark them down. Midlife crisis. Okay, if he's gonna cheat, if he's gonna cheat on someone else at the breakfast buffet, he's gonna cheat on you. I'm allegedly. So, um, 
So Jen is she's born and raised in Laguna Beach, and she is an aesthetic physician and has 20 years of education and 10 years of education I don't know, experience. And um, uh, she knows more than she should about what's going on in Orange County because she says that like uh, a girl will come in to do something and says, oh, just put it on my boyfriend's credit card. And then she looks at the credit card. She's like, oh, that's my friend's husband. So she's she's self-proclaimed epicenter of all the gossip, although I kind of rem- I feel like it's a little TBD. Yeah. So she's, I had to like think about it. I was like, what is TBD? To be determined. To be determined. Okay. So Jen is like, so Brian, I'm going to have some wine. He goes, what else is new? And she's like, will you open the wine for me, honey? He goes, I don't know how. She's using the easiest wine opener you can. It's one of those ones that you screw down and then you use the arms to go boom and pop up. I actually actually don't think those are easy. You know why? Because it's easy to get the thing in, but then you have to like pull it out and it's like a, ugh. I think the easiest one is the waiter's one. Oh, gosh. You know, little, no, little, it's not the easiest one. Oh, my God. That's so easy. You just put it and you go, boop, 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 and it well, comes I mean, out. Look, I think it's easy, but I was a waiter. But, I mean, this was, like, made for – this is, like, the one for dummies, you know? Anyway, the point is it's, the guy it's made has... for people. It's made for people who are muscular enough to go shirtless on TV proudly. <laughs> and if you're if you are – if you've worked out enough that you want to show off your body on TV, then you better be able to pull a cork out of a bottle. Yes, and also you're married to someone who you just said drinks wine every day and you've never opened a bottle of wine. Like, this guy's a pig, okay? I'm just saying right now. This guy's a total pig. I hate him already. So yeah. um, he's like, kids, I need a big strong man over here to help your mom get drunk. That was all implied yeah. in his voice. And she's like, well, we have a pretty unconventional relationship. He runs a company that does vacation rentals to a higher-end uh, clientele. So that's what he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before that, he's a full-time father, and he always puts the kids he – always, he always puts being a husband before being a father uh, – being a father before being a husband, almost with detriment. So they're like – like he's going off and he's fucking people, right? Like that's, yeah. what, that's, what, that's what that means, right? Yeah, it's like, like got like, to check on a property this weekend, honey. Got to go. Mm-hmm. Or he's like, uh, like running some sort of horror movie because isn't that like the way the horror movies always work? Like six couples come together for a beautiful thing, but what they don't realize is – they all have to eat each other. <laughs> you, uh, you do not watch horror movies. So Jen's <laughs> like, so you're leaving again for the weekend? You're leaving me alone with three kids? And he's like, oh my God, you're not going to have to do anything unless you fire Caitlin. So they're going to make Caitlin take care of the kids all weekend. And poor Caitlin is pregnant herself. She's like super pregnant. Yeah. And Jen's like, I would never fight your Caitlin. And <laughs> this couple hates each other. And also he has other. kind of the face of an animaniac. One of those cartoons. I don't like him. So then Definitely, we go over. To, yeah. Oh, sorry, Ben. What are you going to say? Uh, he has like sort of like a Mike Boogie face from uh, yes. Big Brother. That's a very so, good call. Mike yes. Boogie face. And thank you. So now we go over to Javier's. Um, and this is the, the, the much hyped lunch for uh, Shannon and Heather and Gina. So Gina and Shannon show up at Javier's. And, and, and uh, Shannon's like, ah, well, the scene of the crime. <laughs> So I thought we were going to have another flashback to the famous chair scene. But actually, there's already a new memory. Um, there's already so, a new crime. <laughs> a new crime. So Shannon says, well, here we are at, at Javier's last night. Well, you know, So, uh, you know, uh, ironically, I was there about 12 hours ago with Gina and Emily having even more cocktails. Because happy hour, your happy people have cocktails all the time. And who walks in by a fluke who did not know we'd be there? Heather Dubrow. 
Oh God! And Heather's so like, happy. "Oh my God! Here we are again. We could have slept here. I came from my lunch yesterday, and Terry was having his office dinner party, so I just slipped right in." And then the screen goes to black, like it's going to be some big scandal. And Shanna <laughs> is like, "Boom, boom, boom!" Shanna's like, "So we chatted for a while, and then black out again, fade up, <laughs> and then we left, and then things got a little." fuzzy for me it's like <laughs> blackout screen goes to black now i i didn't have a, a credit card with me i'm not saying that i'm a, a sloppy irresponsible drunk or anything because i obviously was just expressing my happiness because that's what i have in my life and uh, i guess i was the the last man standing if you will both in my marriage with david and at this time at javier's and um somebody paid the bill unlike david in our marriage so i thought <laughs> It was Heather. It was Heather who paid it. Paid and Heather's like, yes, I paid it. And she's like, oh, well, I brought money for you. You're not going to let me reach into this bag, are you? But there is money in here. There is. I'm reaching in, reaching in to get the money. Do not stop me, Heather. I am paying you back, Heather. Okay. I have to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. <laughs> so Heather goes, it actually was very funny. Well, it's funny because Heather is basically dissing Shannon right now, but she's making it sound like it was this funny anecdote. That's how Heather it is. It's so funny. I mean, Heather is so Heather. Yeah, she goes, it actually was very funny because I haven't seen Shannon in a while and I'm having lunch here tomorrow. And like, and Shannon's doing her, her like exaggerate, but she's like, has her shoulders up. And she's like, ah, 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 ah. like, this is such a funny story. Just, um, I see Shannon here and I'm like, she's what? She's dining and tashing. Like, like, can you believe this woman lived in my community? I'm like, is this the Mount Kisco diner? And you could have knocked me over with a feather, by the way, because. The Mount Kisco Diner is the diner that I often went to as a kid or actually as an adult even because people may not realize this, but Heather and I actually grew up very close to each other. So the fact that she name checked the local diner, like I was floored, floored Ronnie. <laughs> I don't know if it's a good story for anyone else beyond me, but I was like, oh, my God, the Mount Kisco Diner, the Mount Kisco Diner. Oh, so maybe she saw Brigadoon. You never know. She may have come to much. my – well, you know – uh, for a while there, I had a theory that Heather and I actually went to the same um, synagogue because the Mount Kisco Diner is actually like two blocks away from the synagogue I went to, but she went to a different synagogue. Guys, oh, bitch. Bitch. I know. Yeah. So What's Gina's like, the Mount Kisco Diner? She goes, yeah, I'm from Westchester. She goes, oh my God. Do you know Ben Mandelker? She's like, oh yeah, he was absolutely <laughs> amazing. He was amazing as the tree in Brigadoon. He was amazing. She's like, oh my God, Oscar worthy. I saw it. You know what? <laughs> Tonys are for theater, actually. Actually, where I come from, Tonys are every other man. Okay? I've <laughs> also got Joes. No, I, I didn't. I, I refuse to see productions for people who have bit parts. You know, when you're not in Cleveland, you only go to see the high end shows, you know? There so, are no uh, small parts, only small actors called under fives. And I don't support those. There are no small parts, only parts that look proportionally much smaller because they're in a giant master bedroom. <laughs> so Heather's like, a little hair of the dog, ladies. And Shannon's like, well, what kind of hair is that? <laughs> She's like, oh, it's a margarita with mucho spiso. Okay, Alfredo. She's like, well, I will have it. A margarita with poco spiso. Okay, Alfredo. God, I love Alfredo. Who's <laughs> Alfredo again, Gina? <laughs> Don't worry, it's already an inside joke between me and Heather. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> so Gina's like, do you know Dr. Jen Armstrong? She goes, what kind of doctor is she? 
exactly? Um, well, she has a med spa. A med spa that cures cancer? Med's- I don't think so. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm okay with this kind of talk. I thought you were going to pull a Vicky on me. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so she owns a med spa, and how big is her ball house? You know what? Let's table that for another episode, okay? Let's table it for another episode. <laughs> so uh, Gina's like, you know what? I hit it off with Jen. You know what? I like new friends. I like smart friends. Emily's a lawyer. Jen's a doctor. Who doesn't want to see an MD at a party cutting loose? Am I right, everyone? Huh? I've been <laughs> inside for very long. <laughs> oh, and Heather goes, oh, who else is going to be coming? Oh, by the way, Shannon. Point. Shannon. That is the right name. That is the right name. You have the right person. And so the yeah. producer says, okay, Gina, now what secret does Shannon have about Nicole? She goes, okay, I'll spell the tea. Last night, Shannon told Emily and I that she had the secret about Nicole, that Nicole sued Terry Dubrow. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, Which might make sense dun. with the, the eye blinker. So then Shannon's like, well, um, so, well, Heather, do you know this about Nicole James, also known as Nicole Meese, which sounds like mice, which is like a rodent, which is like a rat. Do you know this? She dated Kid Rock. How about that? Right after Pam Anderson. And Heather's like, oh my God. She goes, yeah, she did. And she even looks like Pam Anderson. (laughs) I think now would be a good time for me to raise my shoulders up to my ears and laugh quietly (laughs) to show how happy I am. Oh, God, girlfriends hanging out being girlfriends. And Heather's like, oh, I'm asking her right now if she dated Kid Rock. Look, I'm asking her right now if anybody wants to say anything. Look at me asking her. And Shanna's like, oh, what? Is she going to get bad? I don't even know where to put my windshield wipers on my face. What do I do? I'm having so much fun. Oh, it's so good to be with good friends. She does. She does. She does. She did date Kid Rock. She did date Kid Rock. And Gina's like, oh, my God, this woman, Nicole, is, in fact, the woman Shannon knows. I mean, Shannon should just tell her. I mean, let's not talk about Kid Rock. I mean, come on. This is absurd. Yeah. So Heather goes to to the bathroom and Gina's like, so she doesn't know, huh? Stop it. Stop it. I'm sorry. Stop. Stop it. Stop it. You stop that right now, Gina. (laughs) Here lies Shannon Bedore, killed by Gina's treachery. (laughs) Oh, and she's like, I mean, come on, are you going to tell her? Do not! I am serious! Do not tell her! I'm putting on lipstick right now! And um, she goes, you made a promise to me last night, Gina. And so Shannon tells us, I made a pact with Gina and Emily the night before. If so, by some chance, this is something, zip it! Zip it! Funny how these pacts with Shannon always seem to get violated. You know, like the train with Kelly Dodd, right? So Gina's like, well, I don't fully understand why Shannon's doing this. I mean, but there's something going on that, you know, there's something that's going on because this is because this is Shannon, you know. My notes are messed up, so I just trailed off in Gina accent. Yeah, I mean, was, Gina was actually really funny in this episode. I was cracking she was. up at her. She's like, you know, Shannon, she's got to do something because she's Shannon. <laughs> and yeah. Gina's like, but, but. And she goes, stop it. So she's like, okay, <laughs> God. So then um, Shannon gives her a really dirty look while eating a chip. She's like, <sighs> Not giving it, <laughs> warning her. So then Heather comes back, and Gina's like, so Heather, you live around here? And she's like, oh my god, right here. So if you guys want to actually, boom, car, go, house, hill, richer oh. than you'll ever be, you should pop over. 
oh yeah, let's just totally do this, which is such an odd thing, by the way, to be like, oh, if you're not doing anything, let me give you a tour of my house. Like that's sort of an odd, odd, well, obviously it was produced, right? So they decide to go over to Heather's house and they walk in and Shannon is spiraling harder in this scene than any of the <laughs> winding staircases in this atrium. They they walk in. There's like the the entry entryway is basically like a Vegas French like like the Paris casino, right? Like this faux French um, chateau entrance. And they walk in, and there's this huge chandelier. Which of course, I'm shocked. I'm shocked that they did not bring a flashback of Shannon's uh, chandelier. And Heather's oh, like, yes. oh. This is actually this chandelier is actually a semi-precious stone, and actually every time you push the button, it always raises up and down perfectly every single time. And it it was it was brought in by the largest container ever brought into the United States. It was so large that it actually caused a global shipping crisis. Okay, wow. the chandelier. Wow. <laughs> Shannon's just losing it. Her eyes are, she has the angriest face and her eyes are just darting from thing to thing. And the largest container ever brought into America. Shut the fuck up, Heather. Okay. That's not <laughs> true. Chandelier. That is not even true. They have brought elephants into America. I don't believe you for two seconds. So, um, <laughs> she, Shannon's kind of freaking out. And Heather's like, oh my, and Gina's just like, oh my God, stunning. You had a ballet outside. This is amazing. And she's like, yeah, um, all the iron. Look at all the iron on the stairs. I drew that. I drew that. Can you walk on it, though? Like, won't it just fall over? No, I I drew it, and then people built it. Oh, that's fancy. Yes. Um, you know, you know one of my favorite hobbies is drawing wrought iron, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I love to draw iron. And this tree, Shannon, you might remember the big uh, tree. Oh, for your children wow look at that you know you know what i have for my children robes that i beg them to put on every time they walk into the living room so wow i have memories of sugary sauces and gastropubs yeah. as my marriage fell apart mm-hmm. um and gina's like oh my god oh yeah so heather's saying yes one bird is for each kid and there are two eggs for my frozen embryos that's that what i was has, forgetting that during was my the theory that was my theory during the preview that that's what that tree was about. Yeah, I so that. Then ha- we see Heather's office, um, and then we uh, go to uh, here's my favorite bathroom because no one knows it's here. Okay, I basically watched many episodes of Webster, and I was like, I want a door like that. So there's and like it's a, like a hidden door to door. the bathroom, right? Which now everybody knows because it's on TV. And Gina goes, "Oh my god, I love trap doors." She's like, "Oh really? <laughs> because I have one of those too." <laughs> What? <laughs> Gina just like falls like, through the floor. We never see her again. I was like, I don't think that's a trap door, but yeah, that's pretty much like there's an alligator pit down there. <laughs> so Heather's like, and this is Terry's office. Oh, does he work there? No, no, it's just for show. But he works there. No, no, not at all. And Gina's just like, wow, <laughs> this is amazing. And then they go to the media room. By the way, not not a hue of color in this house. It's just like beige and gray and darker gray and like red gray everything is just gray and depressing and sad well it's a banana republic you know it's like they took one store in the mall and modeled everything after it and then heather's like okay this is the formal dining room look you see these sconces i made them for the whole house the whole house okay and this is my studio for my podcast okay so they walk into this and it's this amazingly huge 
it's a crazy studio. I mean, this is nuts. I would it's die. And so she's got good. pictures of herself everywhere. And it said, I mean, I've got a picture it says, behind and me it too. Says, so. It says Heather DeBro's world on her microphone. She has like a like custom mic or at least some <laughs> or had some custom like Heather DeBro's world on. And it used to be a guest bedroom, but now it's my studio. And by the way, on the door, it says something like Studio HD or something or Studio H because Heather um, it's she's like so ridiculous. She's, I mean, if ever I forget my name, because it's everywhere, you know. So then um, they go to this like outdoor section it's that looks like the yard. set of fucking Scarface. It looks like Scarface. I like mean, Al Pacino's gonna walk out like, say hello to my little friend there. <laughs> and then they're like, there's a game room, and then there's the garage. Like they stop even doing a whole thing of like, look at the room because there's so much. They just start doing quick cuts. And she's like, this is, a, this is like a parking garage in here, huh? <laughs> I know. That's why I do this with my finger. Because I want, I want to attach it to the front of our garage. So then... Movie um, theater, gym, laundry room. And it's just shot out. It's like a room and then Shanna's face going... <laughs> oh, movie, movie. Oh, game room. <laughs> game room. <laughs> she does that thing where she sort of like is, again, sort of like... Her lips are going like, hmm. she's sort of tightening her lips. And you see her eyes. Her eyes, it looks like she is following a trail of ants along the floor. Like, oh, okay. As her eyes go like left to right. Like, oh. oh, I think she looks like she's looking at, you know, when you stare in a light for too long and then you still see the shadow of the light in your eyes and you're just kind of trying to follow it around. She's like, wow, okay. Wow. Doesn't remind me at all of a past life or had a house where I had perfectly... Perfectly engineered the air quality in it. I'm I I'm not feeling. I am very happy with my adorable little house that's directly adjacent to another house. So Gina Gina's making it worse, right? Because Gina's like, "Did you ever have a view like this, Shannon?" She goes, um, "No." And Heather's like, "Oh, so <laughs> these are refrigerated cabinets. There was one cabinet design for the whole house, and then there was like a little bevel I didn't like, so they had to redo the whole thing." And then she goes, isn't that crazy? I'm like, no, you are crazy. You are the crazy person. She acts as if like she like like this crazy thing happened to her. It's like you were the one who perpetrated the craziness, ma'am. She's just such a so braggart. Then, you know, it's just so her. Like, but the show is like, I get it about being rich and stuff like that. It's just what's always bothered me about her is it's just so much effort. It's supposed to yeah. be effortless, duh. Like, I'm rich. Look at me. It's not like, oh my God, I have them redo every cabinet in this house. I drew but, everything in. It's like, oh, it's just so. But like, Orange cringe. County has never been anything but thirsty wealth and i actually think it's kind of refreshing to see like big time wealth because the wealth factor in our on on the show has has kind of like dropped down a lot season after season where we're like looking at you know like gina's like two-bedroom apartment and elizabeth vargas's little you know her seaside thing and it's just you know it's not to shame those kind of accommodations but i just feel like on this show the glamour factor not that it ever was like glamour like we traditionally think of glamour, say, but this is the, OC. it's never been glamorous, but it's, it's nice to see like an uptick, I think in the, uh, in the wealth department on this sort of show and Ugh. the splashiness, I should say. 
So Shanna's um, like, wow, the cabinet's that is crazy. Wow. And Heather's like, oh, and this is Chef Nick. And Gina says, hi, Chef Nick. Oh, my God, I bet she's a joy to cook for. And Shannon starts <laughs> laughing because you know that Heather's just a fucking nightmare. And Heather yeah. opens a fridge and it's all matching items. It's like everything's the color of a squeezed grapefruit. Yeah, and uh, didn't Heather like really get on Terry's case once because he wanted an onion ring at his own birthday party? She's like, "No, you don't get onion rings." <laughs> so, um, Shannon, I think it was for the bar. I think it was that that western. It was the cake thing. party. Want- oh, it was oh cake no, party. maybe it was the western thing. I thought it was the the. You it may have been the cake party. Cake. I think actually he wanted it for the cake party, and then he finally got it for the western party. So, um, Shannon says, "Well, I." Uh, I'm not going to lie, having seen that refrigerator that has shelves. <laughs> well, just reminds me I used to have a refrigerator with shelves. Mine's now just one big empty space with tape I put over it to say, no, Shannon, no. Interesting. Oh, I have a refrigerator in a hallway. So I feel lucky. I feel lucky. <laughs> you know, I, uh, you know, it's nice that you have a sub-zero refrigerator. Mine's just called zero. It's not even a sub. That's so, very sad. Gina's still rubbing it in. She's like, so Shannon, did you have a fridge like that? Do you miss living here? Do you miss it, Shannon? She goes, well, I'm not going to lie. I'm having it uh, brings up some. <laughs> my, uh, <laughs> my home was my fourth child. So and that house we built has a lot of memories in it, good and bad. And then we <laughs> see clips of them playing basketball and then crying about David and emotional all- debris up her asshole. And it's all black and white, and they're doing these like pans through like s- like slow mo pans through these empty rooms, and they literally are playing wind sound effects, like whoosh, like this windy, spooky, ethereal former life that she had. <laughs> and she's like, "Well, uh, I-, I I haven't actually been in this neighborhood since since we moved out, and I'm not saying that I'm triggered, but let's just say I'm triggered. I'm just gonna go into that bathroom for about ten minutes, and if you see any water under the under the doorway, just know it's my tears. And I know that Shannon used to have a lot more money, but that house was nothing like this house. Do you remember when yeah. Heather first walked through her house? That was so funny. Was it? Whenever they saw each other's houses the first time, it was hilarious because if you put those two scenes side by side, it is the same. I mean, Shannon walked through Heather's like, wow, wow, look at that. Well, we do have... Um, air filters built into the actual sinks which is crazy because sinks are for water but and i was like oh really because i drew the air filters and we sleep on them we actually sleep on air filter beds like oh well this air is actually imported from the north pole it's the clear cleanest air in the world and we bring it in by the truckload and just blow it into the house yeah so the this house is by the way is so big that then heather's like okay Let's keep going with the tour. It's like, wait, there's more of this tour? We've already seen like 15 rooms and we're going to see more now. And Shanna's like, well, I haven't even been in this neighborhood once since I left it. And Heather's like, not once since you've moved out? What? As she pours the champagne. You know she doesn't have the code (laughs) to get in this neighborhood. How do you think Shanna's going to be getting into this neighborhood? (laughs) Does your car not not have enough horsepower to get up the hill to this neighborhood? No? Okay. So now they go up to the master bedroom and they're like, wow, 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 everything, everything looks so small in here. It's like, well, yeah, you know, we actually have a California king, but this room is actually so big, the size of three football fields that everything seems small. So then everything else had to be custom made. So that way it would fit the proportion. I was like, wow, this is just like, I'm like both like I, I, I am enjoy, I'm deeply enjoying this tour because I've wanted to see it for so long in the proper Bravo way. 
but also like she's such an asshole. <laughs> she is such an asshole. I mean, my God, there are hungry people in the world. I'm not saying don't enjoy your money, but this is just like this is just like so drilling excessive. into the ocean kind of money. You know what I mean? It's just like drilling. It's like I don't care. I got my gas and like little seagulls are come out covered in oil. I don't know. It's just gross. The whole thing is just gross to me. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. So yeah. it's too much. It's just too much is what I'm saying. And Heather's like, how about this? And when you come out of a shower, check this out. Hot towels. And oh, she has God. like a drawer that has hot towels this in it. This is her thing. This is going to be where the hot towels are. So now we see the hot towels. And she's just like, oh, my God. Like, I don't even know if I can be friends with you. She's like, they're delicious, aren't they? <laughs> and I love that right when they walked into the bedroom, Gina's only question. I mean, they're in a mall bedroom. And Gina goes, you got a California king? <laughs> <laughs> Shannon is now, like, really at the lowest of her low. She's like, oh, oh well, that's, it's nice to see that there's some warmth in this house in that drawer. Okay, well, that's <laughs> more than Dave and I ever had. And so My then they California go King is now someone else's. California King, so this is fun. So then they go into the closet, you know, which is always the big thing on Housewives, and it's humongous. She's even got a library ladder in there. And yeah. Gina goes, oh my god, this is so Belle. This is Belle. This is Belle. Shannon's like, what? excuse this Belle? What is that? What's what is what what's is that like uh is that, who 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 is what what who who is who is Belle? And and has she been around David? And she's like, you know, from Beauty and the Beast. I, I, I'm not familiar. <laughs> and Heather's like, oh, well, you can have it too, Gina. Just be born into wealth. Marry a guy whose dead brother left him tens of millions of dollars. And boom, warm towels in a big closet. <laughs> so this tour finally comes to an end. And we go over to Noella at Nicole's house. And, you know, say what you will about Nicole. You know, I judge a lot of these Bravo celebrities based on the spread that they make for their guests. And, you know, on New Jersey, you got Jennifer Aiden, who takes the the supermarket thing and takes the plastic off of it and puts it out. But I will say, Nicole did a lovely charcuterie spread. So my hat is off to you, Miss Nicole Meese. Oh, ma'am. So Noel, Noella Peace. comes over and she's like, ah, they start screaming like it's the first time they've ever seen each other in the bathroom. And <laughs> Nicole opens champagne. They talk about the babies and Noelle's so in love with the baby. And she talks about how I'm a full-time mom, full-time hell. And I live with my mom. Um, the first time we, uh, we looked together in Crystal Cove, my husband said, this is where your mom's going to stay. I mean, my mom's my best friend. Now, <laughs> so then they go outside, and and Noelle is saying like, you know, Nicole, like you just like really stand out from like other moms. Like I call the PTA moms, I call them the Lululemon Ponytail Brigade, you know, because like when you meet one, you've met them all. I'm like, uh, Noelle, I hate to break it to you, but um, you're one ooh, of them. You two, <laughs> you are one of them. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> hate to break it to you. Okay. Yes. Ain't that the gingerbread calling the thin mint a cookie? <laughs> yeah, um, sure. <laughs> so, so. so Noella's like, but Noella's like, well, I often feel like the black sheep, both figuratively and literally, because I actually am 25% sheep. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> I literally feel like a sheep because I'm a sheep. I'm actual. 
I uh, I have been I was raised on a farm in New Zealand and I came over and it's been an experience an adjustment. Mm. So but she talked about is. how she was a welfare child, but her mom started a law practice, so she got to see both sides growing up. You know, being rich and poor. And Noella says, you know, I mean, I just feel like when I'm around these women, I just have to, like, dumb myself down to be around them. I mean, God. And with you, I could just be myself. And she tells us that she's the best friend you could ever have. And she's a bad bitch to the end. But I also have some bodies of buried (laughs) ex-friends. And they just show a picture of her with Bronwyn. Yeah. So, um, and by the way, the reason why she said she felt like uh, literally a black sheep is because we also see that she is mixed race. So Nicole, uh, Nicole's like, you have an amazing husband. Okay. And every, I always say every successful man needs a strong billboard and also a wife is helpful too. Yeah. Well, he is who he is because of my great blowjobs. <laughs> and Nicole's like, oh, geez. She's like hiding her face. She's like, with the blowjobs again. She's like, well, listen, I'm married to Sweet James, and he's a very talented attorney. And I love the perks. Private gate, private planes, mansion, huge houses, a gym, a sex dungeon, couple living rooms, a playroom. Oh, and an elevator. Doesn't suck. You're going to be broke in less than a season. I was like, we've watched Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. We know how this goes. <laughs> yeah. And so then the scene basically, she it's basically a scene where she talks a little bit more about Sweet James. And then the scene ends with like a close-up of that big, beautiful spread that neither one of them even touched. Yes. So then now it's time to get ready for Heather's big party. So Dr. Jen is pattering her boobs and Ryan's zipping her up. And Travis is hugging Gina. And Shannon's like, ah, Archie, No. He just, that dog stepped on my leg. What is he trying to say? Is my leg that big? It's, do I have a big foot? Do I have a big foot? Am I a big foot? Do I look like, do I, uh, do I look like it? Do I look like a Yeti? Am I a Yeti? Are you saying I'm a Yeti? I'm a monster. I'm a monster. I can't go to the party. One of the kids is like, look at you, mom. You're bougie. She goes, what does that mean? I'm bougie. Like that bell? I hear that, that all like the that time. Bell? Yeah, bougie and the beast. And so Emily and Gina call each other from their own cars. And Emily's like, how are you feeling? She's like, I'm happy to be dressed, but I'm uncomfortable because it's like, I'm stressed. Shannon just keeps calling us all the time. Like, everything's a problem with her always. Yeah. And Emily's like, so Shannon called me last night and she kept saying, Emily, you're an attorney. You need to find this information about Nicole. I mean, like, what am I supposed to do with this information? Like, bring this up at a dinner party? Oh, yeah, I guess I'll do that. Yeah. Yeah, and Emily's like, oh, it's just typical Shannon. Like, she likes to stir up trouble on the DL, so everyone's like, you know, whatever. You know, it's typical Shannon. So then um, we see a clip of Bronwyn being like, well, you know, Shannon told me I needed to do my own research on Elizabeth, so I did. And which, again, I can say, you know, she can, there are people that can manipulate, but you have to be the one that's manipulated, you know? Yeah, Bronwyn got absolutely roasted for Googling Elizabeth Fargus, both by the audience and by the cast members. But the funny thing is, here's Shannon again, being like, you gotta look this up. You have to look it up. You're a lawyer. You have to look it up. You have to look it up. <laughs> I would never snoop on anyone. Never. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, typical Shannon. So then Emily says that Shannon just likes to be the victim. And Gina's like, you know, the whole thing is absurd. Like, I feel bad getting to know Heather and Shannon would just have told, you know, like Shannon should have told her that stuff. And now I didn't tell her. And now Heather's going to be bad at me. And listen, Heather's a lot richer than Shannon. Okay. Does Shannon have a California king? No. We got to fix this. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, um, they're, ba- they're basically just like, um, 
she's like basically uh, Gina concludes that like you know if any they 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 realize that like if anything goes down they're gonna be the ones blamed for stirring it up but then at the same time they're like but you know what if a situation arises or anything's being discussed i have no problem telling heather what's going on yeah so we know it's obviously they're gonna tell heather right yeah of course so these two of course these two are total tattletales and i love it so so now we see the Oh, I was gonna sorry, say we God. see the we see the party being set up, and I don't know if you noticed this, but this was this of cracked me up. Of course, I did. There was a ice sculpture with Heather's initials that said HD, but it was in the same font as High Definition. I, <laughs> I was like, it's basically a corporate logo as your ice sculpture. For, I know. For it's event. also the like, scariest thing that's ever happened to Housewives. So she's in her <laughs> closet. And she's already dressed and everything, but she just wants to have a scene where she's pressing her button that says, press for champagne. So she does. <laughs> and it's like, oh, my God, Max from Nobu. Max, did you shave? Max. Oh, you know, I say this button must be a design flaw because whenever I push it, no one brings me champs. But here you are, Max. It worked. He's like, my please don't Peter, ma'am. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my name is Peter. I... <laughs> so she's like, okay. So uh, here's the pl- here is the plan. Okay, first we're gonna meet at the in the salon, not the salon, because the salon is actually my hair salon, but the salon is where we meet. Okay, and then like maybe around like sunset when the lights are perfect, someone's gonna bang the gong. Then we're gonna open the trap door. Someone will fall in. They'll get eaten by alligators, and we'll have a tribute. Okay, and we've already pre-made several different slideshows. So whoever dies will load up the proper slideshow. We'll all cry. There'll be a cake. Yada, yada, yada. Mm-mm. You know, and then we're going to have this. We're going to do that. We're going to have fire dancers. We're going to do this. Oh, and, you know, that girl's she's she doesn't eat restrictive carbs. So then there's that one. It's just like cutting it all together. I just love the restrictive yeah. carbs. That cracked me up. <laughs> so then um, some ladies, the first to arrive are talking. We don't really know them. And they're chatting. Yeah. And someone's like, oh, my God, what about your horses? And she's like, oh, we have three horses running in one day. <laughs> and then uh, the the cast starts to arrive. Shanna's first. And she's like, oh, <laughs> hello. Hello, non-TV people. <laughs> what, are, what are we doing here? Well, I didn't Shannon. know that there was going to be non-TV people here. Oh, so. oh uh, extras, great. Shannon is her, I don't know what's going on with her hair, but it looks like she's going to a winter formal at USC. She's like, oh, I'm, I'm ready to relive my winter formal days. <laughs> it's, just a, it's just a new look I'm trying out and everything. And then um, Dr. Jen arrives next, and she's like, hi, I'm Jenny. Nice to meet you. Yeah, we, Shannon, we, we met at the... At the vow renewal, and someone goes, who had a renewal? And Shannon goes, ah, Bradman. Bradman had a vow renewal. <laughs> Just so so haunted by it still to this day. Um, and uh, she goes, well, apparently I met Jen at Bronwyn's Valve Renewal. <laughs> yeah. And then we see a clip of Shannon just wasted at the party dancing. And uh, <laughs> she was going, you know, the whole thing about the thing is, you know, it's a thing. And uh, there's something to know. Water. Water. <laughs> water. That Valve Renewal, that, that reception needs to get more credit as being one of the funniest drunk Shannon moments of all time. That was such a sloppy, sloppy episode. It was kind of like it was just, it was amazing. So then everyone else is arriving and, you know, Gina's there. Hi. And they're just like, uh, they're just talking about Javier's and about how Heather paid, like, you know, paid the bill and everything. And Heather's like, yeah, well, don't worry. Shannon already paid me back. And just cuts to Shannon with a straw, just slurping like, 
<laughs> I sure did. And Gina's over there and um, she sees Heather and she goes, oh my God. She goes, oh my God, you're so uh, Audrey Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so then Emily comes. Everybody's there basically. And uh, Gina's like, you know, Shannon is just so not self-aware. She was like super eager to share her juicy gossip. But then the right thing to do is to tell Heather. I, I just don't think I'm capable of pretending that this is okay. <gasps> Oh, uh, so we see what's coming. And Noella and yeah. uh, Nicole arrive, and Noella's in her full clown sleeves again, her clown <laughs> pirate yes. sleeves. And we just sort of see these like quick clips of this party just going disastrously wrong. And it culminates with Heather going up her staircase and kicking everyone out of the house. So, yes, because um, Heather's trying to get rid of the cameras again. And that's something that they accused Heather of before when she was on before was being really mean to the cameraman, being really shitty to everybody, and then just being like, no, I will not film this. Like when Heather, when they got in the fight in the uh, Japanese restaurant where where Kelly called her the C word, and she yep. left and she went and yelled at all the cameramen in production and was like, I will not do this. Is this the kind of show that you want? Is this the kind of show that you want? So it's interesting. Old Heather's back really quickly. It's back. I thought it was a great episode. Uh, you know, some, I can be duped. You know, some of these shows have great, great episodes and then go downhill from there. But um, I thought it was it felt it felt right. It felt like it was in the pocket. Me too. I mean, I'm super excited to have it back uh, and glad to see it doing well. I mean, obviously, we liked it. This is God. It's a, like, wow. almost a two it's hour a recap. This is we're ridiculous. We need to stop this. Recaps but need to be funny. like. Then they did this, and they did this, and it's over. I mean, who's still listen, listening right now at an hour? Listen, if minutes? we listen, if we have things that if there are things if we're inspired and there's things that we are excited about and want to talk about, we, we gosh darn it, we talk about them. Mall okay? house, damn it, mall house, it got if, us listen, again. It takes a big house to talk about it. It takes a big podcast episode to talk about a big house. You know, it was a special yeah. premiere. It's okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for being with us. We will be back um, actually now with Selling Sunset. That'll be our next video. That'll be our next bonus episode. So go to Patreon slash Watch What Crappens, blah, blah, blah. Go get tickets over at WatchWhatCrappens.com for the live show. And we'll see you on Mondays, 7 p.m., 10 p.m. Eastern for Take a Seat on the Green Room app. Okay? Do it. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Allison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. Dana C. Dana do. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Ava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sip some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. We McLovin, Karen McClelland. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. You don't touch the Nikki Morgan letters. The Bay Area Betches. Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Better than Tabbouleh, it's Annie and Julie. Always the wiser, it's Allison Weasler. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Can't have a meal without the Emily Sides. We will, we will. Joanna Rockland, you. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Kristen the Ruby Rubano. Let's go on a bender 
with Lauren Fender. We're letting the catlet out of the bag. It's Lily Catlet. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. She's cheese on a bagel. It's Megan Ragel. Mina Coochie Coochie Coochie. Nancy Cease and Desisto. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Shannon out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys.